0: For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.
1: Welcome to Cosmopolitans All The Way With. I'm Laura Capon, Deputy Beauty Editor at Cosmo. And? And I'm Paisley
2: and I do all the love and sex stuff for Cosmo. Don't want to use your surname? Gilmore. <laughs> <laughs> my you. parents will never know. Yeah, they will. <laughs>
1: this week we're joined by Chloe, a sugar baby who also makes loads of money selling pictures of her feet on Twitter.
2: And at the end of each podcast, Elsie apparently is going to ask me one of the most Googled questions about love and sex and I've got to try and answer it. You're damn right. And if I don't, I get sacked. <laughs> it's my time. Oh,
1: I deserve it. So I thought I'd tell you what happened to me last night. Sunday night. Mm-hmm, That's important. The day of rest. Got it. I've been very wholesome. I went to see Little Women with my mum and my sister. Just quick
2: interjection. Jo March is definitely a lesbian, isn't she? Yes. Thank you. I just need the validation. Carry on. Um,
1: Came home to my flat that I share with my flatmate and heard um, just this, um, hang on, I'll I'll do it for you. Uh, I know that (coughs) sound. And then just, I mean, I would say gentle panting, but it wasn't too gentle. Genital panting? (laughs) No, gentle (laughs) Genteel. Um, and yeah, I came home, my flatmate was having sex. And every time I hate, I feel so uncomfortable. And I feel like it would be interesting to get your point on this, because obviously in shared spaces, you can't, you can't knock on the door and go in there and rip them apart.
2: Oh, you want to shut it? You wanted to shut it down? Yes. It's, sun, it's Sunday
1: night. So selfish of you. I just, it just makes me fit. I just feel so, I almost feel scared. I can't explain. <laughs> what, they're going to be like, Laura, come and get in on this.
2: Is it like coming into your own space and not having control that, of, of your house that
1: freaks you out? Or Yeah, it's just like, it just feels like, oh, and then you end up like creeping around. And then I'm like, is that weirder? Because mm. should I be loud so they know I'm... I'm there. Is it weirder that if they came out and I'm outside the door, like, hey, <laughs> did they? Didn't they know you were coming home? She had messaged me saying that he was coming back um, to chill out, um, but I hadn't seen mm. that. I hadn't looked at my phone. Ah, so it is your fault. Well, we couldn't not come home, actually.
2: Yeah. So, well, personally, I like I've lived with a couple before, so I'm mm. well versed in hearing the genital <laughs> slapping or whatever you called it. <laughs> And like, well, from my point of view, I think, good for you. I'm so happy for you. I'll just go and put my music on and mind my own business. Oh, this is
1: where we differ. The thing is,
2: ultimately, it's going to happen the other way around. They're going to hear you. So let's
1: all just give everyone a free pass every time. Well, that's what I mean. You can't... I mean, it's been a while. <laughs> but that's what I mean. You can't say anything. But it's annoying that you can't say anything. Couldn't you do a joke afterwards and be like, hey, heard you... Okay, imagine how all- <laughs> I feel <awkward> like <laughs> you doing that joke now. <laughs> okay. Um. But yeah, is there any... So you just say, just ignore it, just carry and Which is what I yeah. do, I just go to bed.
2: Yeah. I don't, but then I
1: feel like I've been forced to bed.
2: <laughs> You've been made a part of something you didn't want to be a part of. Yeah. You're an unconsensual voyeur
1: in their sex. It feels primal. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I, I don't know, it feels like I'm in a wildlife show. Doing it like they do on the Discovery Channel. <laughs> it's a Bloodhound <laughs> Gang video and Elsie's... Okay. Uh, <laughs> so I just need to get over it, great.
2: No, I, I mean, you have to have your own... maybe you need to say something and be like
1: could you keep it down or put some music on so I can't but I think they were trying to be quiet but that's almost worse when it's like they're trying to be quiet but it's like I can still hear you I think I just need to live alone
2: (laughs) that's the that's the answer Yeah. yeah we're joined today by Chloe Lapper am I am I saying that right
1: yeah.
0: Okay.
2: So. <laughs> <laughs> Chloe. <laughs> Chloe runs a PR and marketing agency, but she's also a sugar baby. She uses Seeking. dot com to meet sugar daddies, many of whom she's built long lasting friendships with. She also sells pictures of her beautifully manicured toes on Twitter to people with foot fetishes. Ooh I know.
1: Weirdos.
2: We want to. Fi- <gasps> Are we allowed to call them weirdos? <laughs> I think so. I thought we love I and mean, support such endeavours. We can we can
3: support it all, but it is a bit freaky. I mean,
2: <laughs> isn't isn't that easy money though?
3: Oh yeah, I mean, of course it is. It's just, <laughs> it's just great. It's great that you can do something like that. Like someone else said to me this morning, like, um, oh, what's the difference with like these people, like, um, that like your feet and stuff, and then want to do something else? I'm like, well, it's the same as me like mushrooms, and they're not like mushrooms, you know. It's just yeah. what they like, and what we, we might not like it, but that's what yeah. they like. And so. it's not
2: harming anyone, is it? So yeah, and it's
3: get me money, so I'm happy.
2: Exactly. <laughs> um. So is that like a small portion of your Workers sugar babying or do you know what
3: personally right now i would say that more money comes from that than it does from sugar babying
2: okay
3: um just because there's a wider range of it and a lot more people are doing it nowadays like i said to you before yeah you know there are so many people doing it nowadays that it's actually more common um so i find that yeah it's easier to get more from that because more people are doing it
1: yeah so, so mean- what Defines a sugar baby? I'm new to the sugar baby realm.
3: <laughs> I think personally, a definition of a sugar baby is someone that has a um, male or female um, person that wants to pay you for either your attention, um, just a bit of company, sometimes a little bit more. Oh, um, I'm think... talking
2: about sex. <laughs> yeah.
3: Good. Good. Sex. Okay. <laughs> <Real> <laughs> or good creepy sex. old man sex, but it just depends which ones they are. But yeah, I mean, it's all different, you know, um, I would say it just defines as someone that pays you money for their attention and how... without it being oh, escorting or or something like that. It's a bit different. It's like you have an arrangement. So say, for instance, I would say to you, you're a sugar daddy, I'm a sugar baby. You were like, OK, so I'm in London twice a month. I'd like to see you for that amount of time. I would pay you a weekly amount or pay you a salary per month, or something like that, or take you shopping. And that's kind of the definition of it, I would say.
1: Sounds ideal. Yeah, and is there <laughs> always an age difference as well?
3: Yeah, there is, but the majority of time I would put them in a bracket. So they would be between late 40s and kind of mid-60s.
1: And do you mind asking me asking how old you are?
3: 35.
1: Okay, so... Always. Have you ever had anyone your age or younger?
3: Yeah, I had once, and he was really hot as well. And it was really weird. <laughs> so, like, I'm not used to them being hot. Most of the time, they are older men that are in a relationship or married, or they just want some attention that they're not maybe getting at home, which can sound really bad. But I just don't ask questions about that. And I think that when I had someone turn up that was my age and really hot, and he wanted me he wanted to serve me i was like bloody oh i want to serve you you know like i was like jesus christ you're bloody gorgeous <laughs> like um so yeah it it never happens like that normally but it's normally 40 late 40s early 60s
1: and how do they find like find you
3: um so there's a website called Seeking. it used to be called com. I mean, I joined seven years ago, so it was a long time ago and um now I think it's just called seeking.com dot com and it's like a like put plenty of fish dot com it's like you make your profile up, you have pictures, you have a little bio, but then also you have on there like what you want from your arrangement, what you're looking for, and then their profiles would say like stuff like how much their net worth is, how much they run per month um things like that Ooh. and then and then they would have a bio too you know that they would say oh i'm looking for this or that and some are a bit more private than others some have pictures some don't so it's all by that and then they have their own private pictures too so what they'll do is they'll allow you to have their private pictures for then. that's when you know you're in you know uh-huh. and you you go from there
2: sometimes people might want sex other times i think you said to me once they might just take you to a cash point and you'd get money out right oh like how? yeah what? they're called cash point
3: meets you... oh my god i love the sound s- of this mate. So up. Funny. Take cash right. point meets. <laughs> i met this guy at piccadilly circus right so we met and he was like all for the whole dominatrix thing so i met, met a cash point and at Picadina Circus, can you imagine how busy it is? Right? I should be it's taking like, notes, by the, it's the way. so <laughs> embarrassing, right? It was really embarrassing too. I made him get down and kiss my shoe, which I was just looking around at people thinking, oh my God, I was just Wait, laughing. Like, did the whole he time.
1: want to do that or you wanted oh, to? Oh, I made
3: him do it. Oh. Oh, and, then, <laughs> I know, right? and then I made him get me £250 cash out. And then obviously you got the Ugg shop next to it and I need some new Uggs. So I was like, <laughs> stop this, I'm taking the full load from this. So I made him come to the Ugg shop with me. And so I said to him, sit down with your head down. And when when I I find the ones that I want, you need to go to the till, pay for them and walk off. So he did. And then he texted me, oh, mistress, I I really need some money back because I've spent a bit too much. So I said, right, come back. So I made him go to the cash point, give me another £100 and said to him, don't ever ask again.
2: (laughs) And did he ever ask again? No. (laughs) Oh.
3: But he, it's like that. Then they kind of not just get off on it, but it's kind of their role play. You know how people have role plays in the bedroom? You know, it's, it's kind of like that in real life. And for them, it's quite scary. It's quite um, inciting. It's it's a, a bit of everything. So for them, it's a buzz. So they kind of like doing this, but some of them do really put themselves in debt because of it. But
1: Do you ever feel problem. any good, because I know they're choosing to do it, but I think as a Per, I always just feel guilty about everything. I think I'd have some, like, guilt.
3: There are fine lines. Yeah. I would say there's some times where I have felt really bad, like, as a person, as, like, someone with morals.
1: Can you it, give an example but, of when you felt? Just out of interest.
3: Yeah, yeah. So a lot of the guys like, um, like the foot fetish people. They like humiliation and blackmail. So what they'll do is they'll send you, like, their personal details, like name, where they're from, pictures of them dressed in weird stuff and like naked pictures and whatnot and they'll be like please mistress don't don't post them don't post them
1: that is mad that they have chosen to do that
3: so that's where it becomes a bit like your morals sort of thing and these people are like i've had one person who was disabled and he was in a wheelchair and he only got his disability allowance but he went off on this and i'll take all his money and but then I sent some back because I felt really bad, and then that sort of situation it's quite hard. It's really hard because it's a whole game, yeah, but at the same time, when can a game become too much? so it's a question you both have to ask
1: what's the most can you say like the most amount of money you've got in like a day, or uh,
3: yeah, I think it was about three thousand pounds. And did you, one guy.
2: was that a cash point meet? Because no, that would
3: be ideal, no. I'm sure. We um. met at Pizza Hut, went for lunch.
1: Luxury. Pizza Hut. I know. No, I ex- love. Did you no, get a salad bar?
3: I don't like salad. Bloody. Oh. Give me meat all day factory? long. Ice factory?
2: Okay.
3: <laughs> give me the meat pizza, <laughs> so I'll eat the pizza. No, um, made him pay for that, obviously. And he gave me about £3,000 cash. And then he um, sat me in the car and just explained what he wanted from an arrangement. And he was like a doctor and he I never saw him again, actually. But
2: Oh, really? <laughs> wow. So easy money, would you say? Um, so you told me before that you had kind of a long-term sugar daddy who you really did build a, a friendship with. Yeah. Can you tell us a bit about him? Yeah.
3: So we didn't meet on Seekin, actually. We met on something called Adult Work, which mm-hmm. is more of an escorting sort of thing um turned up at his house and obviously because i'm trans he was it was his first time he was in his late mid 60s um really nervous um so he had quite a few drinks beforehand which didn't help um went into his house and he was a lovely guy but a bit creepy um, he looked like the guy he looked like the guy from bloody um human centipede he <laughs> had the face, same like scar on his cheek and stuff like this I was like oh my god I'm going to die yeah <laughs> of course literally... you've seen
2: human centipede Laura <laughs> and a second? second come on no no I've not seen, seen him, him. Yeah. yeah of course
3: right. <laughs> anyway so he looked a bit like him so I was a bit worried you know and um, he we sat down I had a coffee and stuff and he explained about his wife that had passed a few years ago and everything else so he was really sweet went upstairs, and as he was taking his trousers off, he fell over and cracked his head, and it started bleeding. I used to be medically trained, so I was helping him, and I was like, look, I don't think we should do anything more. I think this should stay... Because then it comes to a point where that could actually be quite of a bad situation, you know, like, legally as well. And I was like, ooh. Um, but I still took the money. So I took the £450 off him. And we just carried on talking from then on, from a couple of days later. And we got on really well. And what happened is we built up a relationship about two years, nearly. And would speak every single day. Um, he would take me for shopping every day after work. He'd pick me up from work, give me dinner every time. Got a new flat, so he gave me got me my new MacBook, Teddy bed, Xbox, PlayStation, everything you think of. Gave me cash every day. Smart.
2: And um, what kind yeah. of things would you talk about?
3: Everything. Like um, he would ask and- how, ask me how my new job went. Um, It was literally, like, just a good friend. Mm -hmm. So, and then it comes to the point where he asked me to marry him. And I was like, without being, like, rude, I can't. Because of the age difference, it was a bit different. And this guy used to be a policeman and he was a civil servant. He wasn't, like, Mm -hmm. stupid, you know. And I just wasn't, I didn't want to marry him, but I really loved him. I honestly loved him. Um, Platonically? Yeah, platonically, definitely. And it comes to the point where um, he went to hospital, and he had a bleed on the brain. A few years before we met, he had cancer and he wasn't very well anyway, generally. Um, went to see him at the hospital and then he died a week later. Um, and I was at work and this my manager comes up to me and she's like, Chloe, I'm, I'm really sorry, but I don't want to like alarm you, but there's a police officer here. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, I've have never, I done? I've never been in trouble <laughs> with the police. And ever since <laughs> a kid, I've always been nervous. The police, like, I get nervous around them, really nervous. I feel like I'm guilty and I haven't done anything. <laughs> so they sit me in this room and he's like, by the way, do you know so-and-so? And we've got you down as next and kin. And, yeah, we found him at home. And it was really sad. Did, and I, was, I just bawled out crying. Did
1: he not have any other um, family? No, he him, had
3: his. no children. Um, his sister um, they hadn't spoke to for 20 years. So it was really hard. And he left me everything. So he left me about half a million um, in possessions, house, savings, the lot. But he didn't sign the blooming, freaking will in time, did he? So it all went to the um, Salvation Army. And his nephew from America got in touch with me because his solicitors did like several months later. And they said that... um, if, like, you get everything... Because his family obviously knew that I was getting everything. And um, said, can we have pictures and so forth? And I was like, yeah, of course. But, yeah, never got anything in the end. But only the other day I was looking through my emails and I saw an email from him. It just made me feel a bit sad, you know. He was someone I spoke to every day. And that's that's a hardcore old-school sugar daddy, you know. It's really hard to find that these days.
1: And do they have... Would the sugar daddy have more than one little baby? <laughs> little
3: baby makes um, it sound strange. Sometimes. Yeah, they'll have, like, little Jenny babies <laughs> everywhere, you know. Like. No, it's really hard to find. Um, sometimes they do. Um, I predominantly don't allow them to because I think, well... So
1: you're quite dominant. It sounds you're quite dominant. Yeah. Because I, th- I guess my first thought was that the sugar daddy is the dominant one. But now I feel like you're... It's actually... I think around. I.
3: Do you know what I would say? Seven years ago, when I first started, I would say yeah, the sugar daddies were more dominant. You know, um, I had one once. I thought I was going to get killed. Like I met up with him at Gatwick Airport, and he was like, "Okay, I've got a spare property." Like, um, and this was one of my first meets, so I was really nervous. I got a spare property. Um, I'm going to take you there. So we went to this house in the middle of nowhere, and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm going to die." So I text my housemate. It was lovely knowing you. If, if you. if I don't come back, you know where I am. <laughs> <All right. laughs>
1: I'd be sending the address. Last something a bit more <laughs> <laughs> useful. No, I'm not
3: joking. This place was like a bungalow. It looked like the house from like, Breaking Bad. You know, like I was like, oh, my God.
0: Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks sleep number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep number stores or sleepnumber.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care.
3: so we go inside and he asked me to like stand looking out the window so I'm stood there and he gets me naked and he puts his weights in my arms and like stand there with your arms wide do not put them down and i'm like then eh. all of a sudden there's this knock at the door and i'm like i'm looking out the back window so i can't see anything so i'm like yeah i'm gonna get chopped up in middle pieces now like you know i was like oh.
1: Were you're still holding the weight yeah, well. yeah 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 <laughs> like am shaking,
3: shaking you know <laughs> <I'm so laughs> anyway he gets rid of the, yeah i know right he gets rid of the um the other person and runs above then shaves all my pubes off and then drives oh. me off puts me in the lounge Gets me to give him a head. And that I was there for 40 minutes and he hands me 700 quid cash and then just dro- drops me back at the airport. And I was like, oh my God. Did you God.
1: feel in that situation you couldn't say no? Like you couldn't have got...
3: I really wanted the money and I'd done it really properly before. So I was all new to it. Yeah. But that's a case that that was like, old that was like 2014. So that's like an old school sugar daddy. But now there's so many people doing it that I think, and because there's so much with the whole... Dom and Fin Dom scene. What's
1: Fin? What's Fin Dom? Fin Dom
3: is like um, financial dominatrix. So, someone that does the cash point meets and foot fetish things and stuff like that. You know. Um,
1: and the people. Do you ever have a? I don't want to do it again. But do you ever have a sugar mummy? Or is it always daddy? I've
3: had a couple message me, but it's never gone anywhere. Well, but there you- are sugar mummies. There are a lot of them. But I think they're more after
1: guys than they are. And what would you think, if you could describe, like, your average... Would you call them a client? You wouldn't call them a client, would you? Mm, not really. I'd just call them a sub. If you most could describe time. your average sub to us, what mm. would they... Their age, kind of, and their job, what, what would that be like? Mm,
3: I think it... I think if you go by the most common, they are things like foot massaging, um, humiliation dressing up like little babies or girls and they they get like
0: mm. you
3: just tell them that they're a slut and they're disgusting they like to be said that they're disgusting and they're a little whore and like a little <laughs> sissy slut <laughs> things like that They're just quite funny um but those are the kind of most common i think um because in Papa show daddy and you don't really get the whole sub dominatrix thing um they're more like, oh, I'm coming to London twice this month, like I said, and and um, while I'm here, I need someone, someone's attention. So they're like, OK, we'll take you shopping, get you dinner, stay in a hotel, uh, no questions asked. This is how much I'll pay per, per meet and go from there, really.
2: And do you set out beforehand, we're going to have sex and it's going to involve this, or is that kind of negotiated as you go um, along? Back earlier
3: times, yeah, it would probably be... What you'll do is you'll say, okay, so this is my arrangement. So they would say the arrangement is this, this and this. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot nowadays, because there's a lot of scammers out there, a lot of girls now just take the guys' money before they've even met them and it just ruins the whole scene. So nowadays it's more like they would want to meet up for a drink or something without paying you any money.
2: (coughs) Oh, like a pre-interview kind (laughs) of (laughs) Yeah, and kind
3: of get to know you, see if they like you and see if you hit hit it off and go from there. But a lot of them do do want long term. A lot of them do say we, we are a lot after long term like arrangements, a long term, like um, getting to know you, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. So,
2: and would you only ever do a long term arrangement with someone that you did genuinely like and get on with? Because surely that makes it easier, right? It's,
3: yeah, no, yeah. Like the old guy that I was with before, mm-hmm. you know. It's, if you can have a conversation with someone, you know, they, sometimes these guys are quite nervous, um, especially being trans. A lot of the time, it's their first time. So mm-hmm. now I'm a bit more confident in the whole in the whole scene. I would say that. I'm very good at just meeting up with them, having a drink, and getting on like friends. Yeah. Literally, you'll get on like you've just met a guy, like on Tinder, you know?
1: Do you think it's people that want to and haven't had a chance to explore their sexuality that get into this?
3: Yeah, probably. You know, you I mean, mean, the daddies
1: or the. Yeah, the daddies. <laughs> Say it again.
3: Big daddy. <laughs> big daddy.
1: <laughs> no, am i comfortable? Isn't that like
3: Sorry. a like a brown sauce company. <laughs> like big daddy. Oh, big oh daddy.
1: <laughs> I think it's just
2: daddies, isn't
3: it? <laughs> oh, yeah. Stop missing it. Big. So daddies on too. my chips. <laughs> you <know>? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, no, I think um, that I would say that a percentage of, of guys that are into trans women or think about it or she or lady boys, whatever they want to call them. I think that, that the percentage is very high. I think that is, above 80% so I think that a lot of them have either done something or they just it's their fantasy and this is where being trans makes it really hard to date because it's hard to mix it from that fantasy to me wanting in reality you you're
1: fetishized I can't say yeah
3: yeah, yeah, yeah yeah fetishized oh it's quite hard isn't it right
2: <laughs> fetishized there or is it fetishized? no it's fetishized I'm, I'm not doing it again. I'm not a slight list, it, but okay. it makes it very difficult.
3: <laughs> yeah, um, but no, I think that's what it is. So, Well,
2: h- how do you navigate that then with someone new? How do you be like, oh, they're not, they're actually interested in me. They're not just fetishizing me because I'm trans. How do you...
3: Do you know what? If you meet a guy on Tinder mm-hmm. and you've personally got a bio there, so you've got a bio there for a reason, okay? Nine times out of ten, you're going to want to actually get to know the person if they've actually read your bio. Because... Mm-hmm. I mean, say I've got tons of people that like my pictures on, on Tinder because I can take good pictures, but then they don't read my pro- pro- profile. So when I say, oh, by the way, do you know mm-hmm. I'm trans, they'll either block me or just go away. So do you know what? It, it's the same thing for me. Mm-hmm. I've got a bio on there for a reason. Okay. So if you don't read it, to be honest, that takes my attention away from you. Okay. I'm losing out maybe on some money or some gifts or something, but... I want it to be a two-way thing, you know. So, I really would say that if if they don't read my bio, and that's how I'd know that they're properly interested, yeah. Because they'll take attention, they'll make attention, and take time to read and, about me and and kind of know what they're going up against and, and go for that.
2: Do you actually have time for dating, considering you you run a PR and marketing agency, you do sugar babying stuff? Like, does dating come last on your priorities? Or? Do you know
3: what PR is so funny because there's a way of working in PR that you don't actually have to work.
1: So <laughs> all the PRs out it's
0: there, so so like, funny. shut the fuck up, No, it's true,
1: it's true.
3: PR is a lot easier than people think. Okay.
0: <laughs> Should we switch, careers?
3: No, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a lot easier, and it, most of the time it's a lot of enjoyment. You know. Do your friends and family know what you do? Friends, yes. Not all, but family know. My my like my sister does. Like she always keeps saying, Oh, I need to get a sugar daddy. Um, but I'm like, like really, you don't really understand what it is. <laughs> She's got a little boy, she wouldn't do that. Um, my auntie knows, um, my mum doesn't know, <laughs> she don't knows bits, I think, but I'm very open about it, to be honest. It's not it, like, like this is like the reason why we're doing this is like, like you were saying, like. We need to take these stereotypes and norms down because having a sugar daddy doesn't mean that I'm out sleeping with guys all the time. It's not the case because nine times out of ten, I actually don't sleep with them or see them. So I, I think I think there's yeah, there's a lot of differences with it. But I do have time to date. Okay. Um, I've just got a wall up, so I'm really picky. And Too right though. Yeah. Right. I just because I get so many. I've got quite a few followers online, and I have a, a lot of weirdos messaging me every day Mm -hmm. so I kind of lose that buzz when I get a message from someone genuine because I can't tell whether it's genuine or not yeah because it's just too many weirdos that I'm just like and I mean weirdos in the sense that what they write to me or send me dick pics and yeah and yeah
1: do you ever worry on the other hand that by doing the sugar baby thing it does fetishize (laughs) <laughs> Again,
3: here we, here we go.
2: Um, we should have practiced
1: this. It does before. <laughs> you more. Do you see what I, anyone see what I mean there?
3: Yes, but it doesn't in personal life because I keep them separate. So the thing is, all the names that I have on my online accounts aren't my real name. So in theory, I don't really meet anyone in real life that I have met on them, yeah. unless it's for that reason. So I'd say it makes no difference. But I have only had one guy once come up to me in public. That recognized me from one of the sites.
2: Oh really? Oh, You're I, was like, oh, I was waiting for an Uber,
3: for God's sake. He's <laughs> it's like, oh, how much would you charge? Like, do you wanna do this? I was like, no, 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 I'm good.
1: <laughs> um, and can we can I ask about the feet the feet? <laughs> do um it. I just wanna know, like, could can anyone get into uh, feet modelling? <laughs> oh yeah. Do you know
3: what? I was getting my i f- I've got three of my friends into it for the last two <laughs> we weeks. Got three of my toes. <laughs> like yeah. Three of mine, two of hers.
2: What if asking for a friend you've got hairy toes is that like a niche maybe that someone could
3: probably are you looking
2: at me you've never seen my toes no i'm talking about my own fucking toes
3: it goes with the fringe i had to shave them
2: the other day (laughs) let's not be mean about my
3: fringe (laughs) It's my you have to shave your toes yeah they're
2: minging yeah
3: babe you know if you shave them they come back thicker i know that chloe i've learned the hard way bless
2: you <laughs> so basically anyone could get into it hairy toes or, and all
3: yeah I mean armpits are a thing now apparently <gasps>
1: that's yeah. good for me so it's what like do you a do a you just... of your
3: armpit I've seen a few yeah a lot of people oh, are into and it and
1: do now. you like dress your feet up um it's like ring.
3: I know I always have a toe ring <laughs> <laughs> all year round I always have toe rings I love them oh, no, they're my most. worst multiple toe rings really <laughs> <laughs> do you not like them oh no I they think feel lush. so
2: strange in your foot don't I they I think I have a warm when
3: I was forget it's there <laughs> you do forget it's there unless you wear some tight shoes and they push against it, and you're like, ow,
2: ow. "I'm sorry, this is the most shocking revelation of the whole chat." I love the toe, toe rings. rings.
3: I love toe rings. And how Anklets. much? <laughs> wow. Sorry. <what> Anklets.
1: <laughs> and how much do you get um, paid for a, a foot pick?
3: Um, I usually charge about forty to fifty pounds for a picture, but to be honest, I don't actually make money on pictures so much. Videos. Yeah, I mean. I just put it out there on Twitter and so forth, and and kind of these guys, pay just to speak to you for the pleasure to speak to you, like they're quite happy the fact that you've given them attention.
1: What's um? So I'm still on that. What's the weirdest footpick request?
3: Oh, I've had one actually. I can't remember what it was. Ah, uh, it was something to do with like, oh, people like balloons for some reason.
2: <laughs> Statement. <laughs>
3: No, they actually do. They like the the fact that like the feet the thought of the feeling of the balloon. Oh, it's so weird, and like they they love that the the soles of your feet. That's a big one. And then yeah. I, a lot of the times when I do foot pics is when I say, "Oh, I'm going to have a pedicure today. Who wants to choose the colour and you can pay for it? You know, that's easy."
1: God, that? I mean that could be a great side job. But then I just worry that my feet pics are filtering round. No one would know it's you though, would they? unless you've got any identifiable features.
3: Yeah, but look, say if you're on Instagram, you put a picture on Instagram, right? And you're wearing open-toe sandals. It's no different. Your foot picks then are going around,
1: and that way you're making money off it. May as well capitalise on that. Going to yeah. get some sandals for summer. <laughs>
2: get them.
3: Be disappointed if you didn't get the toe <laughs> no. ring.
1: Do not get the toe ring
3: dare you i will not allow it literally i'm gonna post it on her wall every day (laughs) please towing towing
2: (laughs) the bullying that's happening in this (laughs) money. um obviously we read in the i'm gonna say tabloids loads about like this young woman is doing sugar babying to get herself through uni and all that shit and obviously lots more young people are starting to do it so what what do you think about that and what would you say to them if they think oh that looks easy
3: i'll just do that um, I would say no, go for it, you know. Okay. I mean, obviously I've got on my bio that this year I've got three surgeries that I would really like to have mm-hmm. and I want to hopefully try and use that to to get that, if possible. You I
2: mean to fund the surgeries? Yeah, yeah, to fund
3: it. So it's the same thing, you know. And um, I think that... I think when the tabloids bring out those kind of stories, I don't think it's sugar daddies. I think it's more escorting mm-hmm. that has helped them become that make that money. But there is so much things you can do, you know, like it's not just the sugar daddy side sites, it's the, the websites and um where you're posting pictures of yourself or it's the webcams or it's it there's such a lot that can build up to just that one genre that it's it's there's so many different avenues. So it's like avenues, an, um, an umbrella you know?
2: term for lots of
3: Yeah. Like okay. if you think the Sugar Daddy thing is It's a whole someone paying you for pictures or service or something like that. So that can mean escorting foot pictures, armpit pictures, toe rings, fringes, um, you know, like hairy (laughs) toes, you know, (laughs) shaving off the hairy toes.
1: You can have that idea if you want. And also, shaving the hairy toe, you can take that. All right, um, don't rub it in. (laughs) And you said all your social media was under different names, but do you ever worry that in the future, you know, like when people's old tweets resurface, and something to do with your um, like PR job, do you ever worry that they your kind of personal life could come out and then affect future employment? Or if no, you met someone, I
3: don't actually, because I think it's so common these days, and I'm I'm so open about it. I think that I could play it down because she could PR it.
0: I could PR, yeah. I could, yeah, PR just that Just do
3: 11 in the morning, just put it on there. <laughs> so tweet, sweet, sweet the Just some fine. Hootsuite all day long, yeah. you know, it's perfect. No, um, I think, no, I think it's the way that people, like we said, about people stereotyping it. I think that if people knew the real truth about it or really knew what it was, I think that people will have a different view. So when I say to my friends, like I say it as a joke, I'll, Oh, made this money from foot pictures, and they're like, no way. And most of the time, they're like, oh bloody hell, I want to do it, you know. And it's it's not because it's weir- weird in a sense; then it is quite weird. But it's it's the same sense; it's it's normal these days. Mm-hmm. A lot of people like sell their pictures online. Influencers sell their pictures online. You know, it's just it's not naked pictures, mm-hmm. so it takes you out of that genre. So it's it's just totally normal, I think.
1: Well, if M. Um, Ring saw after this episode, we'll know who's to blame. Slash, thank Pays here,
3: This little piggy went to the market.
1: <laughs> um, thank
2: you so much for joining us and for you. answering our so questions. It was lovely to meet you. Yeah, you too. <laughs>
1: Thanks. <laughs> okay, question of the week time. Mm-hmm. Most Google question. Mm-hmm. It's a big one. Why do people hold hands? Weird you say this. I was literally looking at a couple holding hands walking
2: across the road yesterday and I thought, why the fuck do we do that? It's so weird. When you actually sit and think about it, like, hmm. do people do it as a sign of ownership? Like, I'm with this person and you can't have them. Or is it like you're in the throes of love and you just can't? Ah, uh. anyway, I do it and I'm
1: ashamed of myself. So after all of that, you admit that you do hold hands. I do it.
2: But why do I do it? Do I just do it because I think I have to? I don't know. That's, well, that's what you're telling me. I don't know. You're answering the question. <laughs> You're meant to answer the Sorry, question. Well, I'm just talking about, you know, emotionally. Scientifically, it's been proven that holding hands literally releases um, oxytocin, which is what they call the cuddle hormone. It's what, like, reduces Ooh. anxiety. The cuddle hormone. <laughs> and makes you feel, like, pleasure and stuff. So people do it because it does literally feel good. Um, and it's also been proven to reduce the pain you feel while holding hands there was this study where they burnt women I know it sounds awful and they felt less pain when they were holding hands with a partner at the time of the burning this must be an old study <laughs> right <laughs> science yeah it's pretty old and it was really shit sample but um so people do it for various reasons but I'm like what why do we do it now because obviously as a kid you hold hands with your mum or dad or something as safety but why as adults do we do it it's so strange
1: and also i do feel like people grow out of the hand holding stage what in relationships Uh, yeah i feel like i do feel that's a sign of a more early relationship Mm. and not everyone but i do think so why what are you then pain free (laughs) no longer need a hand well the thing is
2: i i always hold hands with my girlfriend because i'm like I don't think this but I've realised it like we're making a state like not making a statement but like it's so nice walking down the street seeing other queer couples holding hands because you're like oh my god yeah like awesome yeah but then when straight people do it makes me feel sick so I don't know double standards um (laughs) do you
1: do you do it have you ever done it have i ever held a hand (laughs) but like (laughs) yes i have patronizing of me (laughs) Mm -hmm. um yes i do enjoy hand holding i think what i think is the nicest part if you're in a cinema and you go to hold the hand very (laughs) pg-13 my favorite kind um yeah the only thing is i don't like it when your hand just starts to get clammy after Mm. a while and but i do think it just fades out do you i'm still doing it you're still i try and phase it out and see if she notices You just keep doing it if you're enjoying it. But it's cringe, isn't it? I do think that, to me, I do think there's a bit of, like, ownership. Mm -hmm. You know, like in photos when um, a woman puts her hand um, on the man's chest. Yeah, it's mine. Yeah, I do think that a little bit with hand-holding.
2: Yeah, so do I. Like a signal
1: to other predators, like, back off. Or, like, you know, you were younger and you had reins.
2: I didn't have reins,
1: but um, (laughs) some toddlers have reins. Maybe it's like that. It's a bit like that. Basically, just you do you but it's weird. I don't think it's weird.
2: Mm. I'm going to think about it now. Okay. Well that is a lovely place to end our podcast. It went from having sex for money to hand holding. It's been an emotional roller coaster.
1: Yeah, it's been it's been anything but wholesome. <laughs> um, but as always I've learned a lot and I really might invest in some open-toed sandals. She, she keeps sticking her foot out to make I me know. look at it. <laughs> every time it's probably sweaty because it's in a big Nike anyway um, thanks to Chloe for joining us was very eye opening and if you have any sex questions or dating dilemmas um, like my flatmate or like holding hands um, you can message us on Twitter or Instagram at Cosmopolitan UK Cosmopolitans All The Way With was recorded at Number 8 Studios and is available to download on Acast iTunes and all that stuff thank you for listening and we'll be back next week